Thanks for listening to a podcast from WSUM. The opinions expressed in this podcast do not reflect the views of WSUM, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, or its Board of Regents. Hello all, welcome to another summer asynchronous edition of After Further Review. We are in the WSUM listening room right now, uh, where I am not joined by Alex Schuster. I'm instead joined by my good friend Wade Dufick, who's filling in. How are you doing, Wade? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Uh, doing well. Uh, we've, we, uh, well. We're not on our usual schedule right now, but there's a lot of construction going on here, so we just thought we'd crank a bunch of stuff out just because, well, I guess it's summer and we're bored, to be honest. Well, uh, as always, we start with Rate My Take, where the two of us ambush each other with predictions that we come up with ahead of time, and then with the other, we rate each other how well we think we did. So I guess usually we flip a coin as he goes first, but I'm just going to go ahead because I think you need the help. Okay, go for it. All right, so there's a lot of talk about Shohei Otani possibly being traded from the Angels, and it seems to be a mixed bag of whether he should or shouldn't, whether he will or won't, but I firmly believe that the Angels have to trade him and that there really Mm. is no better idea for them to do. Now, basically, the argument for keeping him boils down to two ideas, with the first one being that the Angels can go on a run and make the playoffs, and that's just not true right now. They're 49 and 48. They're five and a half games out of the final wild card spot, but they also have the Yankees and the Red Sox ahead of them in that department. And it's not like they're playing their best baseball right now. Uh, They haven't won. Well, they, they swept the Yankees, but before that, they haven't won a series in over a month. On top of that, they have 16 players on IL, including Mike Trout. And right now that culminates in Fangraphs, which is a really fancy baseball website, giving them a 12.6% chance at playoffs, with the other main website, Baseball Reference, giving them 6.8%. So even if they were to hypothetically go on a massive run and win a bunch of games and make the playoffs, they would just get owned by a real team. Now, the other line of thought is that, well, hey, maybe we can keep Shohei Otani if we trade him. That's basically guaranteeing that he's not coming back. But... You already did guarantee he's not coming back by being such a pathetic organization. Uh, I mean, they haven't had any success whatsoever, and he's voiced that during the year saying how much he hates losing, which is, I'd say, is a pretty good way of symbolizing that you're out the door. On top of that, they don't even have enough money to get him if they wanted to. Uh, right now, there's a, a website that basically figures out what a player would be valued, hypothetically, if, if they were on the open market. And it was actually wrong last time because everyone got paid more. But basically, right now, Otani, only as a pitcher, if he didn't bat, would make $28 million a year. And Otani, just the batter, would make $33 million a year. So, hypothetically, if they were actually, I mean, basically, the projection is 12 years at $600 million, which would be the biggest contract, I think, in the history of sports. And he's expected to make a little bit more than that based off of what's going on. So they're cooked right now. However, even though they're super desperate right now, they can prey off of other teams' desperations and dump him right now because there's all sorts of teams that could so desperately use him. I think that instead of doing this miracle run, that's not going to happen. They should instead load up for the future and admit finally to themselves what we all know and that they suck. Well, what, what, what do you think about that? Um, you know, I'm not the biggest baseball guy out there, but from my understanding, the Angels aren't the best team, even even <laughs> with right. Mike Trout and Otani. But that being said, like, what's the plan after, even if you do trade them? Because then you just will suck even more. I think it's better to have the cornerstone piece already set. And he hasn't. I feel like he hasn't said too much about how he wants to be traded. Well, I think it's more it's that... I don't know. I feel like the worst place you can be in sports is like right in the middle. Like that's something about that's the fair. Packers right now is that it looks like they could win some games and maybe squeak in and get killed. But it's like if, even if they were to hypothetically keep Shohei, they haven't shown they can build a contender. He's yeah, gone anyways. Trout's falling apart. I think it's time to instead of keep going, just blow it up because it's not even like they're holding on to past success. They haven't made the playoffs. I think they made it once in Trout's entire career. They're just a mess. But if they haven't built a team around him what thinks that they're going to build a team without him well they're not that's the point you, you'd be bad on fair purpose. enough yeah fair enough it, it, it's called tanking ah yeah. ah <laughs> jeez <laughs> well usually we, we do a scale of one to ten usually uh, T- 10's the best yeah. Ten, 10's like it should happen don't, don't give me a 10 though i won't i'm not gonna okay a 10. thanks um you know i think you bring up some good points there oh thank you I'm just going to have to go. Let's go with Let's go with a seven and a half because they don't have. I don't think it's like they have to. And they, they I, I think it becomes higher as soon as he demands a trade. 
All right. Well, because I, I should have mentioned this. He's actually yeah. gone at the end of the year, no matter what. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. So, so this oh. is the last one. Oh. He- and, and, and you're saying that he probably won't get re-signed. Or yeah. He won't re-sign back. Okay. No. That, that then. Okay. You know what? That, 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 <laughs> that, that might change a little thing there. I'm, I am thinking more like right. a nine there then. Cause Great. Just dump him before you lose no value. I like it. Yeah, the, the Brewers had the number two prospect in baseball right now. His name's Jackson Churio, and he's younger than me, which hurts to think about. But hasn't he kind of been sucking though? No, he, hasn't he done worse? He, he's popped off recently. Okay, but, okay, okay. And there's like talk like, hey, we could maybe trade him. And just think about the fact that you're willing to trade the number two prospect in baseball for a month and a half of Shohei Otani. That's the potential that they can get from this deal. However, I don't think they're going to do it just because they. If I've, I haven't followed baseball my entire life, but everything I've seen from the Angels has been kind of a mess. So, boom. They should trade them, but they won't. Well, nice. Wade, go ahead. All right. My take is that Kyler Murray is the better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we going to make me mad. No, no. We Jalen Hurts has the better surrounding crew. And that, that's without a doubt. He has the best line in football and the best two receiving duo and phenomenal coaching and a good tight end and good running backs. We And we are two years, two or two or three, whatever it was, from Kyler Murray literally being like an MVP candidate. Do you remember that before he got injured? Yeah, for like two weeks. No, I don't even think it was two weeks. I think it was like... Half the season. Are you talking about the year where they like went off? And yes, made yes. The and they were eight and zero. Oh. They were eight and zero. Oh. Okay. So at I'm least sorry, at least half continue. at least half the season. It was at least half the season, and that was with was it Cliff Kingsbury who yeah. sucks. He got fired. With they did they did have D Hop and they did have. No, they didn't have Marquise Brown at that no, point either. AJ Green in there. Yep, yep. AJ Green. They didn't have any O line. So he's playing that level without anybody. And now since he's gotten injured and people say that he all he does is play Call of Duty, he somehow has dropped to being a bum quarterback. That's all I'm saying. Wow. So so you you really do think going into next year, you could someone said you could have Jalen Hurts on your team or Kyler Murray. If you put if you put Kyler Murray on the Eagles, they're a better team. Than with Jalen Hurts. Than with Jalen Hurts. Oh my gosh. That's not crazy. You're not coming back. That's not crazy to oh think. My gosh. That's not crazy. That's not crazy. Oh, man. Alex leaves for one show. Yes, no. This is what happens. No. Okay. Uh, well, I guess um, you, you, you do. I, I think you're right. You're, you're definitely right about the supporting cast. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll, I'll give you a three out of ten just because I'm in a good mood today. But, I mean, d- just think about. So Kyler Murray was great because he was running all the time. Yep. And he was legitimately scared to take off in that playoff game. That was like a big story coming out of it. He didn't that, want to get that, hit. That was a bad game. And I, I will admit that. Jalen Hurts, he didn't even have a shoulder in the playoffs, and he's still taken off. And I don't know. Well, I I do know. I, I hardly even know what to respond to this other than that you're wrong. I, I don't think I'm even wrong. They're a better team. Well, clearly. <laughs> the Eagles would be a better team with Kyler Murray. So Therefore. So you're saying that... If the Eagles, if Howie Roseman calls the Carlson and says, hey, you give us Kyler Murray, we'll give you. I'd do that deal. Hurts. You, oh, my gosh. I'd do that deal. No, you've lost all credibility. I'd do that but, deal. Okay. Wait, wait. But but also think about what Jalen Hurts was. And I get that he, he developed and everything, so it's not just that. But his rookie year, when he didn't have as good of a supporting cast without A.J. Brown, he wasn't. Re, re, do you remember that? He wasn't good. Well, yeah, he had 16 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 87 passes. Also, also that playoff game against the Bucks, he sucked. Well, I mean, he, that's like Lamar Jackson was bad against the Chargers. Okay, but so. also the oh, man, just starting no, out. But they were, I know, and the same thing with Kyler Murray against the Rams and the Rams. What did the Rams do? Wasn't was that the year that the Rams made the Super yeah. Bowl? But, but look, so he lost against a Super Bowl champion. Okay, well, here's how I'd look at it: is that you just that's not see, absurd. You, you want to see development in your quarterback, yes. right? So Murray goes. Uh, ooh, what stat do I want to use here? About the coaching. Uh, I'll use QBR here. So rookie year, 57.7. Then next year, 62. Mm-hmm. Then 57 again. Mm-hmm. This year, 51. He's gotten... He didn't play all, all the season, though. And also, he's playing without D-Hop for most of that, too. I can't believe you right now. I'm just... I'm stunned. Oh, my gosh. Who is, his, who is he throwing to? Besides, if D-Hop's gone, he had Marquise Brown, and that's it. 
Marquise Brown's a legitimate receiver. He is. He is. I agree. Zach but but Ertz then but well. then who's outside? Who's playing O lineman? No one's blocking for him. I'd be scared to take off too if I had no blocking. All right. I okay. I, I do think that people are giving up on him way too soon. It's just the the fact that you literally had to put in your contract, don't play Call of Duty, is I think video people games. are blowing that out of proportion. But you're supposed to be the franchise quarterback, though. You're supposed to be like the leader guy. He is that franchise quarterback. He, but he's you can't say he's a leader. All right. We'll, we'll wait till next year. Okay. We'll right, wait, wait till next year. What do you mean? So what's your prediction for Kyler Murray next year? I can't wait to hold you to this. Oh, he's just going to be better than Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I, 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 actually, I, I do agree that he has a better surrounding court, Jalen Hurts. So stat-wise, stat-wise, it'll be close. So you think you'll, they will have similar stats? I think year. they'll have similar stats. And oh, Kyler goodness. will do... Way more with less. But, you know, he's not even going to play the first couple weeks. That's true. That's true. he's brittle. That, that's you know, another that, knock that, that, on That's him. a good point. He, I, I, I don't think he is brittle, though. I think he had this injury, freak injury, happens to people. Uh, all right. Whatever floats your boat. I don't think he's had crazy injury okay. history. That's my take. All right. Well, you know what? Do you... I, that's my you take. take and you deliver it. I can respect that's you for that, that take. but I can't respect you for anything else. I, I got to stick with the three. Um, but all right, well, with that, we'll move into our next. What are we calling it? Like Badger Sports Update. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. But basically, Wisconsin Fall Athletics starts up in less than two weeks as the women's soccer team will play an exhibition match in Madtown on August 4th. The men's team kicks off their exhibition period on the 11th with a home match against Green Bay. The national championship hopeful volleyball team plays UIC on the 19th. You know, there, there's something I do when Alex is here that uh, I like to make fun of people. Yeah. Uh, where is where is DePaul? DePaul? Yep. Um, it's in Wisconsin? No. <sighs> Dang it. I'll give you one more guess. Um, DePaul, it's in Illinois? It is in Illinois. Yes. Nice. Uh, okay, so there's also UIC I mentioned. What does that stand for? Um, University of Illinois Central. Very close. Oh. Illinois Chicago. Ah, Usually so someone close. says something incredibly embarrassing, but you uh, you, you kind it's of finished up there. I'll give it to you. Uh, but what, what do you think about exhibition games? Because it's kind of like preseason. I mean, because there's talk about like the, they're – College football just doesn't have it, although you could say that the first teams who play are so bad it basically is preseason. Yeah. But do you think there's value in like NFL preseason and NBA? Or well, just like, in major want? league sports there is, so you can see if there's a hidden gem on the team or the people who actually are just completely terrible that you need to get off. Because that's about like roster cuts, so, so you find out who actually can play and who just is garbage and doesn't deserve a roster spot. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm like, are you talking college, like, preseason, stuff like that? Just in general. I guess so. we, we'd shift to college then. If we're talking college preseason, I guess it's just that's just to show who's, like, younger and who could develop later. Yeah, I guess so. Give some... I see less value in that than in major league sports because major yeah. league sports I do see some value with, like, roster management. Yeah, I guess maybe NFL more because I don't think there's, there's. I've never really seen a guy in yeah, that's the NBA fair. who's like, ooh, I, he, he made the well, roster. Yeah, they just get big, sent down to like the G, a G League, League or something like that. Yeah. You know, I, I saw a quick tangent. The Suns just got their G League affiliate. They were they did not have a G League team until then. <laughs> nice. So I guess it, usually they send a team to the G League. They're just like, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Uh, well. We'll jump to our next segment where we, we watch a lot of sports. There's a lot of stuff like to talk about. We'll just go back and forth, bring up some nonsense we saw. Uh, I guess I'll start out with uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, they've done pretty well this year despite having their starting core ravaged by injuries. Uh, however, it's clear they need a ton of help. Wait, do you know what the stat OPS is? On base percentage. Uh, no. Dang it. But it's part of it. Basically, it's the new batting average. Where okay. you, you take a guy's on base percentage and you add it to his slugging, which is uh, how many bases he averaged per whatever. Okay. Basically, there's a stat called OPS Plus, where if you're 100 in that, you're the average hitter. Christian Yelich is at 133. Therefore, nice. he's 33% better than the average hitter. Uh, right now, the Brewers rank 25th in the league in that department, which is like, now obviously, it's not a perfect stat, yeah. but it just shows that we're, we're a subpar offense rotation's been hurt like crazy. We have injuries galore, and yet somehow we're still in first place by two and a half games. I think that it's time to make some moves here. I I don't really get what the weight is for, to be honest. It's clear that the current group is good, not great, and I think that if we want to compete, you got to 
start making some moves, you know, even if they're not necessarily getting Shohei Otani. Preach. Get better. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you, you that, really that, are the best. That, the that's business. all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. Make some moves. Oh, gosh. I guess it, it's tough, though, because I, I kind of – it's tough to think about the philosophy where there's a lot of guys like Shohei who are rentals. You just get them for like a month. And it's like, well, you could go all in and acquire yeah, a bunch are, of guys, but that's like if you don't win a, a best of five series. Are they – Contenders, then I would say if everyone's hurt, they they don't have a good shot. But the Phillies almost won the World Series. Are they one? Are they one piece away? Is the question? They're probably two batters away from being considered serious. Okay, here's another thing. Out of the nine batters who have played over half the year, you want to guess how many of them are above average? Um, let's go two. It is two. Yes, you're on the money. Let's go. Yeah. So it's, just think about that. You have nine people batting. Only two of them are above average hitters. That's just, I mean. That's a problem right there. Mobile. But are they are they good outfielders? No, that's actually part of why we've been so good is that they just play really good defense. But so are you screwing something up by changing that? I, I'm just looking at some of these names here, and I think that we could go without Jesse Winker and his 196 bat. No. <laughs> okay. He's the man. Yeah, we, we have a story about Jesse Winker where um, a particular group of people heckled him. <laughs> At a game. You can't get rid of him. And he proceeded to knock in the game-winning RBI, but unfortunately he's not hitting too many RBIs <laughs> for the Brewers this year. Well, you want to go ahead with uh, one of your points here? Um, let's go with uh, dislike here. Let's switch it up. <laughs> um, you know, we're going to keep it simple. Just dislike the new Colts uniforms. <laughs> That's I, I, just not a fan. They're, they're I ugly. I look up a picture. They're, how often do we see uniforms and we actually think, those are pretty good? <laughs> the Browns one that did you see the Browns one that just yeah, came out? It's just it's just white with stripes. It looks like a high school. I'm team. a fan. I'm a fan of okay. it. It's clean. All right, but yeah, the, the Colts is it's just bad. Um, it's blue, but it's also slightly camouflage. They don't. Like, the helmets don't match. Yeah, it's black a mess. Helmet. Is there a point where uniforms can be like so bad they're good? I, I'm thinking about the the Packers old throwbacks or the the whales uniforms that they had the, the the blue and yellow ones yeah those ones got hated on too much I, I was actually a fan of those well, you own a jersey of that I do you? I do oh man and then there's the the Steelers I don't hate those. one yeah those that ones, one's so bad those it's ones good. Are I wish best. they still had those, <laughs> those they're funny yeah yeah that's a, that's a solid point yeah I, I I do appreciate that they don't have because I hate it when teams just make new uniforms every like three years like the Bucks they're just like oh we're gonna make blue uniforms this year yeah oh now it's purple it's, I, I think that the keep keep the color palette yeah that's why I like the Packers even though unless you got like a history thing like the Packers did yeah, with the well, blue and yellow I'm cool with throwback ones but the Brewers um or not the Brewers the the Bucks blue ones is just not I don't good. know what you're doing there yeah that's fair you know um. They're no longer allowed to sell the Cream City jerseys. Oh. They were selling really well, but I guess the color of them was off-white, and yeah. it messed with the advertisements that they put on the floor. Oh. Huh. Like they I didn't know that. added one. Yeah. So, hate to see it. We finally have a good uniform, and then we get shut down because you can't see Carfax underneath Giannis. Dislike. <laughs> Thank you. Big old dislike. Well, I, I guess uh, as long as we're going with dislikes, I guess I'd label this one as one. So Draymond Green infamously punched Jordan Poole during the year. And I do recall. He, he was he sounded very apologetic. Uh, he said afterwards that he apologized to Jordan Poole's family and stuff. And then he basically went on uh, Patrick Beverly's podcast, and he had some. He basically said, "I don't punch someone for no reason. I'm not that kind of guy." <laughs> And then it kind of hinted at, like, now that Jordan Poole's gone, he's going to say, you know, Jordan Poole, he was kind of asking for yeah. of him. Um, and what's funny is that Jordan Poole's dad, who I guess he went on Twitter and he did this, he hasn't sent out a tweet in, um, I think I saw it was, like, six months. He just saw it. And he got so upset. He basically said, I'm going to stand on this. This is some BS. Uh, X, Y, Z, he never has apologized to us. And he mm. also said, so, so, <laughs> so he can come and meet me anytime he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Which, look, I'm, I mean, I'm sure that if your son's a professional athlete, you're probably a, a pretty athletic yourself. But I think Draymond Green would take him in a fight. Mr. Poole How would you that. respond if you were Draymond Green in the spot? <sighs> if you would at all. I mean, you either don't say anything, or <laughs> or you put out an or you go to him privately and put out an apology. Yeah. Uh, well, he, he don't was, make this any more public than it exactly. has to be. Well, he doubled down when oh he, he said uh, well he basically said I never understand I never see Draymond at all and he could fight me and he said that's so cute is it was impossible to avoid you in the <laughs> arena for a year and he also said um 
stop using those words. They usually don't go over well amongst men. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm kind of reading between the lines here, but he, the way I interpret it is he, is he punched someone, he said, yeah, I'm sorry. And as he said, I'll beat up your pops too. His dad says, well, actually, you're not sorry. And he said, hey, I'll punch you too, buddy. So... <laughs> I kind of, I just, I understand you want to have a guy who's like, make some noise and gets the team fired up, but this just feels too far. He also said he never gets triggered ever, but he's also yelled at oh. Kevin Durant quite a bit. I just, I, there, there's being a team leader, and then they're just being kind of a jerk. I you know, know, I'm actually all for this. I want to, let's get a boxing <laughs> max going with this thing. You want to, oh my gosh, Draymond Green's like 31, and I'm going to guess that Mr. Poole is probably in his 50s or late 50s. <laughs> I don't think that'd go too well, but really? maybe he's like a secret. I, I, that's spy. what I'm saying. You don't challenge someone to a fight without being a good boxer. That's a good point. <laughs> I take it all back. I'm in. I want to see this happen. Put it as a like. Yeah. Drop it down as a like. There you go. Let's make it happen. I'm sure that this this show and its vast <laughs> audience and influence will surely make this happen. All right. I guess. Uh, do you have another one here? Um. No. I, I'm all good. All right. Well, I guess we should talk about the Washington football team. I thought. Okay. Okay. Deal. Yeah. yeah. So, Washington football team, looking like a whole new rebrand again after was it two, three years of the Commanders? It was like one, I two. Think, was it one? If it's no, one, two. that's sad. Two. They had one year okay. of football team and they made the playoffs, and then they were Commanders for two. Well, years what's your take on if they go back to football team? They should just look. Dan Snyder was such a mess. There's so many stories that basically illustrate how terrible he was. The big one being that um, basically the old coach what was his name John Gruden's brother, um, Jay Gruden. Jay, thank you. Yep. Yes, he basically said that he would co- like he wouldn't watch film. He wouldn't know who any of the players were. He went, who is this? Uh, Dan Snyder. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dan Snyder didn't know anything. And then he'd come into the war room on draft day and say, "You're picking that guy," which is just. <laughs> It's preposterous. He did, it's literally. I want yeah, to say, oh, good. I know more than the Washington football team does. I think I you, do you know more. You might actually. You might yeah, just I, actually. I know more than an NFL GM. That's that's facts. To be fair, he he got some players though. What the? He did. He, he was Dwayne Haskins a In player. Draft, oh, that's that's one case. They got Deron Payne, Chase Young. Granted, you can't you can't screw uh, up yeah, the. I think he only did that later on pick. when they started. It was almost like, okay, a, like a, I'll do it myself kind of thing. Or that's fair. Kind of that's fair. Him. But I, I bet this dude just like hopped on NFL mock drafts. I was like, oh, I guess I'll just go with that guy. Mock him. That's pretty good. To see, but I think the further they can get away from this disaster, the better. I also think that the the Sean Taylor thing, while funny, was also. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they, they had someone, a, a part of the team, they asked uh, Sean Taylor's daughter, said, what's your favorite part of it? And she said, the soccer cleats. <laughs> so good for her for being self-aware. But the farther they can get away from this, the better. Relocate the team. But what do you think of, I mean, can you think of a good team name for a team of Washington? Because I think the Senators is just. No, I, saw it being I don't like that. Don't, does it have to be anything Army? Does it have to be in Washington in the first place? I just like, relocate it, man. Get, get a state. I, no, I'm, I'm never in support of relocating, but I'm in support of doing everything, changing everything about the team except for where it is because they, they're the symbol of ineptitude. That's right, I guess, fair. Uh, I'll go ahead then. Uh, I saw a story that <laughs> some YouTube YouTuber who I guess owns a, a prank channel. I haven't heard of him, but I guess um, I, I'm not a big into the, the prank video genre of YouTube. He has about 7 million subscribers, so credit oh to him. Oh, my gosh. But, he basically he made some headlines because he pretended to fall asleep during a WNBA game. He basically just laid down. He had courtside tickets front row. He just laid down, had a blanket, pretended to take a nap. Now, uh, there's a lot of talk saying he's that's kind of disrespectful, yeah. which it is. He also got kicked out not because of that, but because uh, the a ball bounced to him and he decided to take a shot from half court <laughs> and he missed entirely. <laughs> but that's why he got kicked out and he, he got banned from all. WNBA and NBA games. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I, I want to do some research about this because th- this was just, I, I want to move past because I'm sure there'll be some people saying that it was disrespectful and he could just say, oh, because well, yeah. you're a Karen. <laughs> uh, I, I did look. That's a frequent part of his videos, unfortunately. So here's some of the videos this guy's had. This is funny. Oh gosh, I'm, I'm excited uh, for this. This kind of stuff. Flexing obviously fake Gucci on strangers. That was a popular one. <laughs> Uh, yelling bingo repeatedly at bingo halls. <laughs> That's kind of funny. 
But I also saw a popular video called Went Bowling with a Coconut. And, and I guess uh, it, uh, what happened? I didn't watch it. No. And then um, well, it showed a red circle around some manager. I don't know. But yeah. then I guess the video did very well because it also released Went Bowling with a Watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel we yeah. needed. But anyways, I, I went on some, you know I like to study the tickets quite a bit. Uh, I went on, I have three different websites, I went on all of them, and I also looked at the official Lynx website. Basically, front row tickets would be about $300. Oh my gosh. And he had to buy four of them so he could lie down. So that's roughly $1,200. It could be as high as 2000 or as low as something else. That's but an expensive prank. But you could say, well, I mean, he's a successful YouTuber with yeah. 7 million subscribers. What does he care if he loses that? Well, I actually looked. Uh, he has five NBA-related videos on his channel, and he has a bunch uh. more that are just about basketball. So, I mean, I don't think that necess- it's not like his video is going crazy right now. So I think that this was, uh, unfortunately, uh, Fumble of the bag yeah, on that one. he thought he could get a net gain on one giant video about him <laughs> making fun of the WNBA and sacrificing the rest of his NBA content. But, <laughs> I don't think it worked out. <laughs> I mean, it's too early to tell. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so bad. Because, you, you know, you see goofy stuff with fans all the time. It, it I always thought it was kind of tough to sit in the front row because I always be scared that I'm going to stand up. Because they always show the guys, like, in the background walking to their seats when they're in the front yeah. row. It's like, how are they not, you know, inter- cause imagine a ball goes out of bounds and all of a sudden Giannis comes Hurling flying at, at you. Yeah. I um I sat in the front row once for a um a high school basketball game and I nice. I got up to use a restroom and like the ball went out of bounds like right by me and someone had inbounded like right where I was and I was told to get out of the way and it kind of scarred me for life <laughs> but PTSD yeah, yeah I got to do some type of walking that's fair. Yeah I also want to point out that um I went to I, I I was able to sit second row back at multiple Badger women's basketball teams for okay, seven dollars. Okay. I think that that's a criminally underrated value right there. Now, would you record a YouTube video and pretend yes, to sleep I in one of those? Well, I mean, I could do this entire thing and instead only pay twenty eight dollars. That's and get kicked out of, a lot of, of all Madison's that, morning events. That's a lot less. So, so what is this? Is this a like or dislike for you? Um, I don't think I heard. Well, I. I guess if I had to categorize it, I'd say it's funny that he got kicked out. <laughs> and as much as I, because a lot of his contest stuff I can't repeat that has a certain sexual undertones to them. That being said, yelling bingo repeatedly at bingo halls is pretty funny. <laughs> I'll give him that. <laughs> I'll, I'll let that one slide. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, do you have any notes you want to talk about before we get to the, to the next part? <laughs> nah, that's it. Okay. All right. Um, now, actually, why, why don't we, um, I, I think I'm going to make call an audible here. Okay. So there's not a lot going on in the sports world right now, to be honest. And instead of trying to do some mindless talking, I wanted to instead, we've done this the last two times as well, where we, we find a piece of history in sports and discuss mm. it on the air. I, I wrote down story time, and you made fun of me quite a bit for the <laughs> title of that, which is well-deserved. We, we talked about, uh, we, we had some good ones um, I guess I'm trying to remember. J.R. Smith once threw soup at his coach. That was oh, what nice. we talked about. We had the good story time. infamous 10-cent beer night. Uh, a lot of good stuff. And our player once climbed into a ceiling vent to try and steal a bat from an umpire's Who's pl- Wait, which player? I, you know what? You can just watch it and find out. That's what you get. Okay, deal. Yep. Deal. Um, but this one is, I, I, I went through a couple different websites to find it, and I, I thought it was pretty funny. Just imagine going to this game. So we're going, it. It's December 2015 in EuroLeague basketball. Uh, it's Maccabi versus, oh gosh, Darusafaka, I think it is. <laughs> don't. So here's how I'm going to do it. Maccabi is an Israel team. Darusafaka is Turkish, so I'll okay. just do it like that. Okay, okay. Basically, so... Uh, they're trying to compete. They want to try to make the Euro League tournament, and th- there's like the worst tournament. That's the Euro Cup tournament. So it's almost like the March Madness in the NIT. Okay. I, I hate saying that because the Badgers made the NIT this year, but we won't <laughs> talk about that. Although you go to Milwaukee, you guys even have a. Badger we almost team. made the tournament. No, you did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Were you in the NIT this year? No, we almost made. We almost made. You almost made actual, NIT. No, we almost made actual March Madness. Wait, then you guys just decided not to do NIT then? Per- Purdue Fort Wayne made it instead of us. To NIT? No, to the actual tournament. Why didn't I see you guys in the NIT then? Because we didn't make. We didn't go to that. You, you, so you're saying you're too good for the NIT? Basically. I think it's, it might be. Hold on. Now, oh hold on. Let's go to. Let's go to. 
I can't believe we're literally Google. It might. Stuff. It might not be Purdue Fort Wayne. Hold on, March. I don't know. I, I'm just gonna start. But Deal. You can. Okay. So, uh, basically, the way that they decided is so Turkey and Israel are they have the um, they almost have the same record. Basically, uh, Israel needs to beat Maccabi by at least 11 points. Okay. To get it because Maccabi beat them by um, or because oh my goodness because Turkey beat them by 11 points the time before and so now there's one game between them so they have to win and the tiebreaker is point differential so they have to win by 11 points all right yes so the game is tied at 65 there's one minute left and uh maccabi israel starts realizing wait a minute we're not going to score 11 points in one minute yes. however if they were to hypothetically go into overtime oh. they have a chance at winning by 11 points so what they decide to do, they call a timeout, they come up with a game plan, they decide that they just want to do whatever they can to keep the game tied at 65 and get it to overtime. So they basically start purposely taking shot clock violations whenever they're in <laughs> offense. It's just them standing around and waiting for the clock to run out, and then they're going through playing defense. So uh, Turkey figures out what they're doing, and they start purposely fouling <laughs> Israel. So what Israel does is they just start purposely chucking and missing the free throws. <laughs> For some reason, I'm not sure there's a rule about if you miss the rim entirely. Okay. But instead of just, like, missing it on purpose, they were just, like, outright heaving it directly at the rim. And they're just <laughs> bouncing all over the place. So they're putting some style into it. And this is with a minute left? Yes. Well, now it's, it's down less. Okay, each, okay. It, yeah. It's a complete mess. However, Israel then fouls Turkey on accident. Okay. And what's the strategy? I'll give you is, three seconds. Okay. You is this a team that needs to tie? You miss them. No, this, this is the team that wants to avoid overtime, and they got fouled. Yeah, you miss them. No. Why? You make one. Because you can't make you can't make a shot to make it one point. You see, they, they, they miss. They make the first one, and that way Turkey gives themselves a one point lead. That way they can't oh. tie it up. Oh. Yeah, oh. They can't score one-point intervals. Oh. So basically. Just got to hope for a follow, though. Yeah. So they, they make one, miss the next one on purpose, yeah. and then uh, Turkey just stops playing altogether. They're just, I wish I could <laughs> show you. They just stand there and stop playing basketball, except Israel is trying to draw fouls, so they just dive directly <laughs> into them. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, exactly. However, they're they're not moving at all and they're not they're, they're not taking it. So <laughs> just lay down at that point. Yeah, exactly. So I guess this is just about where the the story ends. Uh Turkey wound up winning the game uh and they wound up playing in the tournament when Israel wound up playing in the, the NIT. How about that? But one of the videos I found made a really good point. I might as well shout it out. It's, uh, it's from SB Nation. Okay. Yeah, it's secret based. They make great stuff. Th- what the strategy could be is Israel could have scored in their own basket, and that way they would have been losing by three points, and they could have made a three pointer oh. and tied the game. Oh. But there's a rule against scoring in your own basket that's not allowed. So they made the interesting point of could you try and accidentally. <laughs> Scoring your basket would make it look like it was on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Like, did you like pass it to a teammate? It's like off of his head. Like, oh, oh no! What's that's that's a weird. Why why would they make that rule before this game? I don't. In what in what world would that ever come into play? I wish I knew the reasoning. Yeah, I think a similar situation happened where um, a a team basically they need to not lose by a certain amount. Yeah, they want to avoid overtime and just and just take the normal loss because they knew they're gonna get smoked. They went to overtime. So they just scored oh, on their own basket, okay. lost on purpose, By and avoided getting bit, which, yeah. way to not show confidence here. <laughs> but yeah, they patched it up, and now uh, Israel is unfortunately unable to find a clever way wow. of bouncing a basketball off of their head into their own. Israel blew it, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, what's funny is that it would have been great to see them try and do it, because we've seen before <laughs> in NBA games, someone tries to knock a lob away and accidentally alley-hoop into their own basket. <laughs> but... It'd be so great to see him just uh, like, oh, I guess I'll just throw the ball at my. Oh, whoops! It's oh, it it. My oh no, get the ball! But oh man, not to be still a, a very funny story. And it's, and I just I don't get why point differential because I understand. I think the NFL tiebreaker for division just off the top of my head, it's like record, then head-to-head record, then record against division mm-hmm. people, then conference people. And then I think it's like common opponents, but then at some point it gets to point differential. Yeah. 
I mean, that's where it's kind of like they say, oh my gosh, you gain nothing by running up the score. But in this league, hey. it's like, hey, just keep you gotta going. Do what you got to do. Yeah, I mean, this is major stuff. I mean, don't quit till the zeros. Exactly. So I guess maybe we should start running, you know, fake punts and stuff. Forty. I'm all for it. Exactly. I'm all for it. They'll call them rude and stuff, but hey, hypothetically, if you're tied with a team, that, that could be the difference. That could be the difference. Punt when you're winning by sixty points. That's so. My goodness. Just a little bit of research here. Yep. Also. Oh, you're going back to your... Yep. Northern Kentucky Horizon League. Also, Milwaukee was in the Horizon League. They made the tournament. March Madness tournament. So, Mm. we were two games short. No, I don't think that's... Actually, yeah, the winner automatically... Automatically makes it. Yep, you're right. Yep. That's a shame, though. Yep. I don't get why wouldn't you play in the NIT, though. Like, do you just think you're... That one, I, that one I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know. I love Milwaukee a lot. That being said, you guys are not too good for the NIT. I mean, we're, oh, are, oh, we're too good. <laughs> oh, we're too good. And the, the Badgers, they, they had an incredibly bear, embarrassing performance. Did you, do you happen to... Basically, they wound up like not scoring a point in the final 10 minutes of the game. Oh, my gosh. And they lost by just one. In the NIT? Yeah. Oh. In the semifinals <laughs> to the NIT. Oh, man. But, but I mean, they're, this is the first time they've tough. missed in some time, and they sucked it up and they went for it. But I guess you, we're too good. I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we're too okay, good. Buddy. I guess. All right, well, we'll jump to our next segment here. <laughs> um, basically, there's an ongoing debate going on in the NFL over running backs. Uh, so three running backs got franchise tag: Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, and Saquon Barkley. And there was a lot of people thinking that they were going to get long-term deals, especially, I think, Barkley and Jacobs were the yes. two. Like, I thought I saw Josh Jacobs like in his car with his teammate, and they're like, celebrating because they thought that they got it, but they really didn't. <laughs> I did not see that. Whoops. But, uh, yeah, none of them got the deals, and this kind of sparked some outrage. I know Jonathan Taylor chimed in, and it led to the— All of them. All the top running backs said stuff. Yeah, it led to the amazing—oh, gosh, I really wish I had my—I I had, like, 10,000 tabs open right now. So there was a graphic that's been moving around where basically the average kicker in the league makes $2.2 million and the average running back makes $1.7 million, which is definitely eyebrow-raising, but it leads to an interesting debate of is Justin Tucker like more valuable than any running back, would you say? I think you could say that. I mean, it's, it's different. It, it depends on team because if you take Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is more valuable to the Titans than just than Justin Tucker would be. But if you go to like 49ers, the 49ers don't care who which one's at the running back. They'll just yeah. chug and play. Yeah, I guess that's it's a fair point. And plus on top of it, I mean, Justin Tucker, he could play what he's like in his thirties right now. Forever. You could you wouldn't be surprised if he played till he was like forty two or maybe he's like yeah, that how old is he right now? Who, who's uh John Carney played till he was forty eight. Yep. The infamous Adam Vinatieri too. Yep. So I guess I understand the reasoning. That you still have seven years in him. Yeah. That being said, um, I, I just I want to take a step back because we have this whole argument, but I just want to focus on because I guess th- this isn't supposed to be like a take about America and well, we should be communists. But usually, the, the general idea is you get paid based off of how much work you put in, right? Yes. So I don't want to hate on kickers, but Tyree Kill did come out and say that he thinks his kickers would be better if they weren't playing ping pong practice <laughs> or they weren't playing ping pong during practice. Um, they, they, there's a lot of rules protecting them. Basically, if you even just run into the punter, yep. it's a penalty. And that's fair, too. Yep. They're in a very compromised position, right. I guess you could put. But then we'll, let's compare it to running backs. Now, actually, you're a, a very good track runner at Milwaukee. <laughs> just, just walk me through uh, what, how many hours you'd say involves track in a week for you. Actual track? Well, you have... Yeah. Like practice? You wake up early in the morning, and practice usually takes about... Let's say like two hours. Okay, what time do you get up? I wake up at six thirty. Practice oh, at seven. Good God! Then you leave at like around around nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. But that's like that's, that's the schedule. Yeah, it, it, that's like the scheduled practice. Sometimes it's a lot earlier. Sometimes it's later. And then sometimes you got like a lift in there, which the lifts usually take just under an hour. Or so, yep. give or take, not too much in a day. Okay, but you had to do your own run in your spare time as well, right? Yep, yeah. on weekends. So, and over break, yeah, and over breaks. Yep. Big, just imagine someone doing this for being NFL running back, which or not, or college running back. Because on top of doing all this, they also have to do constant rehab as well. Because mm-hmm. running back is probably, I'd argue, the only position left where you can really get hammered. 
I mean, yeah. we have the whole roughing the passer roughing thing going passer. on. You can't throw over the middle to receivers because they get annihilated. roughness. As we hauntingly saw with Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was not trying to be funny there. It kind of disgusted me that you laughed a little bit. I, I, then, there was no laugh there. Of course. There was I'm no cool laugh there. The tape. I'm actually going to edit this, and I'm going to highlight the laugh. There was no laugh there. All right. Um, and then it was kind of like a, an unwritten rule, kind of. You don't go low on tight yeah. ends because like, Rob Gronkowski's knees basically mm-hmm. exploded multiple times throughout his career. With running backs, you can really just kind of end them. It's, yeah. It's the last true position, so you can really get bodied. So they got to put up with all of this. And on top that, that not, now they say it takes a toll on your performance in the game. Like, I'm, I have uh, Saquon and these guys, uh, um, their stats up here. Sa- Saquon, he played 13 games a second. He only played two games in 2020, 13 games in 2021. Josh Jacobs has also had some lingering injury troubles. But just stepping away from football, it's like just imagine – because that wears on you as you just go about your actual life yeah, as you get yeah. older. Because I guess a quick tangent. I mean, my my great aunt Judy's going through some rehab right now, and we we had she had, we had to like take her to the house and she like practice like getting into bed and getting up from the couch. It's just it's amazing just how for granted we take just having basic health of not having to. It's not yeah. a chore for us when we just get out of bed or make breakfast. So I mean, we see all the stats about NFL players dying earlier. But then there's also on top of it of quality of life of because the spend players who retired early reasonably so because of the injuries that have affected them they probably could go on longer but they understand they have yeah a whole life right ahead. so you have this whole thing about well you know kickers might be more valuable but I just take a step back and think there's a guy who's been busting his butt training for this from day one and he's getting absolutely bodied he's putting his health on the line mm-hmm. he's going all out at practice all out in games bell cow back the most uh daunting position most physically demanding one and yet the the kicker who's playing ping pong at practice is making more dough than you so that's fair I, that's fair i see both sides of it cuz i mean if you are looking at it as it's how much work you put in and everything you can't do any more work once you're injured, and if they're playing for less time, <laughs> then I that because that's the thing. If they're more likely to get injured, you don't want to get stuck with this massive contract with somebody whose prime is less than any like a receiver or anything for that yeah. reason. So you're, you're trying to get out of giving a bad contract to a player who's not going to play very much. Yeah, I wanted to go back to this because you and I had a long-standing debate over if the Cowboys should pay Dak Prescott or yes. Ezekiel Elliott. Yes. It looks like we were both wrong, but I, on the Ezekiel Elliott side, was more wrong. Uh, giving a running back a six-year deal, even then, when we didn't you, know anything yeah, about no. sports, we was like, oh my that was, gosh. That was too much in yeah. the first place. But it stinks because it's like he was the best he was absolutely electric yep. his first year in the league. Like, that was, he, he was legitimately Yeah. Insane. I think Bijan Robinson, on a side note, could we could see some of that this year. But big Bijan guy. But it's just and it's crazy to think that you you pay a guy, and then it's just it's clearly not worth it purely because the position he plays is so unreliable. Well, did you see it? They're putting Bijan at, or they're taking wide receivers reps for Bijan. Yeah, I also. I, I feel like they're going to do that a lot more just with the good running backs, just yeah. to get the ball in their hands without running up the middle. But also like. If we're talking about hits, what about linebackers? Because linebackers, That's they're in the, they're they're getting hit. They're the running back of the defense, and they're yep. getting hit every play. Yeah, so I mean, I you got to look at okay, it at that now, point too. Look, I'm not. You, you played more football than I did, but that being said, I feel like, like I'm sure it hurts a linebacker or when you're trying to tackle a running back every single time. Yeah, like you're, they're not always the running back or the the linebacker who makes the true. That, I, no, that, that is my. And also, they can back, be put out in coverage yeah, and everything. If the running back I do agree the with ball, that. Unless they walk out of bounds, they're going they're to get hit tackled, by somebody. Yeah, unless you know you take it to the end zone. Right. They should just do that every play. Pile up. Yeah, but I, I guess football is a pretty brutal sport. However, I found some really interesting stuff. You want to take a guess? Um, so, what's the most highest paid position on average? Quarterback. No. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Oh. Want another guess? Um, yes, I do. I think you got this. Um, let's think here. Well, don't take this long. I think I. I I'm just gonna say wide receiver then. It is not uh, it. average. It's it's a pretty wide margin. Uh, we talk about how running backs make uh, 1.7 million, yep. wide receivers 2.3. Left tackle on average. Interesting. Nine million. Interesting. Yeah. So. 
I almost wonder if it's like you get graduated up to left tackle for a lot of guys. If you get because do we well, some see some players can't flip? Around? Yeah, no, some players yeah. can't. Because that, that, that that's what I've heard. Because this is a, a some wide people just margin. can't flip from right to left. Yeah, and what's funny is that uh, left tackle is the widest margin or is highest with nine million. Second widest or second highest paid right tackle at five million. So really? they got them almost doubled. So I guess yeah, that's a good way to go. Uh, but interesting stuff. You talk about how running backs are underpaid and stuff. There, there's a pretty. There's not a wide margin between most of these. Yeah, like safety, there's, there's more. There's more running backs. Two million. More running backs on a team than left tackles, though. Yeah, it's interesting, but that'll it, spread it out a little. But it, I guess it, it's it's not about what you make per year. It's about the longevity, right? And just, just remember the the Forty ers Like they they had Raheem Mostert. Uh, what was it? Tevin Coleman. Coleman and Elijah Mitchell. Yes, you got it. And Matt Breida as well. And Matt Breida. But. They, could a just, cycle. they basically just brought all four of them in, and they said, well, wh- whoever has the hot hand, we're just going to go with just them instead. Them. And then, of course, Raheem Mostert basically ended the Packers yeah. in the championship game. But That was rough. It just goes to show that it's such a replaceable position, unfortunately. So, once again, it, it's a shame that this is happening. It would have been nice to see Saquon get paid. That being said, a pretty business. Position. On top of that, guess what Saquon averaged in yards per carry this year? Um, Let's go with... 4.0. 4.4. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you, you got me there. Year before, 3.7. It's just, I mean, he, he was a pro bowler. Josh Jacobs had 1,700 yards, was an all pro, and averaged 4.9 yards per carry. Yeah. However, in 2021, he averaged 4 yards per carry. In 2020, he averaged 3.9. So That's the thing. What what changed there yeah, to make him like, just like that yeah, out of nowhere? So you just think in a vacuum, like, well, how are you not going to pay this guy? He's make, he ran for 1,600 yards on 5 yards a carry. Like, why would you not do that? But it's like, well, we're not, we don't know if we're paying for the guy you made he pulled a reverse. much or the guy who ran for 900 yards on 4 yards a carry. Reverse Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott started out really hot. Then cooled down. Yeah, but are you going to pay the man who started out cold or whatever, and then became really but good? Have we ever seen a running back start out cold and get hot down the stretch? No, it's no. that's that's the problem. No. So it's a shame, but that that do business. How it is. That's how it is. <laughs> it's risky. All right, well, well, we'll jump to our perhaps final segment. Maybe we'll come up with some nonsense on the side. Do you have any final thoughts you want to add to the? Running back. No, I think we're all good there. All right. Like, I kind of just cut you off and talked <laughs> over you the whole time. But you were very supportive with your head nods. Yes. So yes, they were there. You're a good complimentary piece to what we do here. Although, I did that, I did just think of your Tyler Murray take again. That made me want to... You, you, well, let's wait a year. Let's okay. wait a year. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, buddy. Let's okay. wait a year. Um, so, uh, NFL season, we're kind of getting into the thick of it. Uh, preseason is... And we were training camp starting up, preseason right around the corner. And we just want to talk about, uh, go over some teams that, because every single year, what makes the NFL so great is there's always a team that does really well, that stinks the next year, and a team that you think stinks does really well. You never see that in the NBA. That's why the Lakers being bad was talked about every single yeah. day on every single show, is that it's so crazy to see, well, these guys are contenders. How are they bad? Let's let's uh, well, let's skip Bayless. Let's talk about that for two <laughs> every hours single every day. single yeah. weekday. My gosh. But so as we're just going to go over what one team we think will be better, one team we think is going to drop yep. off a bit. So yep. you sound pretty excited, so I'll let you go first. You can choose which one you I'm thinking over. one team that would be worse than people think the New Orleans Saints. All right. Well, let's hear it. I'm not a big fan of them. I think the first spot you got to look at is quarterback. I think Derek, looking at Derek Carr last year, if you want to talk about a player that looked scared, because we're talking, if we're talking Kyler Murray looked scared back there, Derek Carr still is scared <laughs> of getting hit ever since that one injury, which is, which is fine. That's like reasonable. Yeah. But you got to look at that because let's see, they, Vegas betting. Oh no, we're actually not allowed yep. to talk about betting on here. Oh. Yep. Oh. Just pretend it didn't happen. Oh, it didn't happen, guys. But what are they the favorites? They they are. They, I believe they are the favorites. Okay, you can I say. I like I like nine. They're, they're supposed to win around nine, nine, nine games. games. That's that. I'm pretty I sure. Mean, I'm I'm I, pretty sure. I'm gonna try my best not to bet on anything, but I, I, that seems like a pretty good under on that one. That does seem like a pretty good under. So I'll have to go and, on with your arguments here. And I'm just saying, he Derek Carr got benched last year for who was it? Who did they? Jared Stidham. Jared, Jared Stidham, and he's been a backup wherever, right? So he, you're trotting out a broken quarterback with a receiving core that that is 
it is a good receiving core, but also Michael Thomas hasn't been able to stay healthy forever. <laughs> and you're the corpse of Alvin Kamara. You're not getting very good running back play. I wouldn't think. I mean, he could come back, but he is on, he is getting older, and he's coming back from injury, which running yeah, back injury. There, yeah, I, I think that's been looming for yeah, a while, though. Remember, we'll see if it ever gets... Yeah, we had our fantasy draft like last year, and it was like, oh, and my he gosh, went, why and he would went you late. pick yep. Kamara? He's about to get suspended, and now it's almost a year later. and He still, still hasn't been figured out yet. So, you don't know what you're going to get running back. The offensive line, I just... I, they have Ryan Ramshuck. I can't... I think the rest is just whatever. <laughs> Coaching... I don't know. Their coach seems whatever. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong on that one. one for, I could no, be wrong Dennis on that one. Allen yep. is a, it's rough. And he's he's a new guy, isn't he? Second year. Well, uh, he actually probably was a coach for the Raiders um, when James Jones was there. Okay. I saw it. So he, he got fired after I think one one or two years. It Interesting. Was not good. However, I saw James Jones came to his defense and said, "Look, the whole team was terrible. I was on the team. Yeah. I know it was terrible. Yeah. So, which is fair. And I mean the defense." Is is solid because you got Marshawn Lattimore, but Cam Jordan is older. Who he didn't play as good as he normally did last year, but he could come back. You lose Marcus Davenport, and I don't know your defensive line isn't very good. You do have Demario Davis, who's good. He's old though too. He he is old, but, and, but he hasn't fell off a cliff yet. Yeah, so you're, you're expecting him to still still be solid. And then the safety group they lost. Chauncey Gardner Johnson last year at the trade deadline. Yeah, and obviously last year they don't have Marcus Williams anymore. They don't have Marcus either. Williams either. I don't know. I just think people think that they will win the division just because they have a quarterback who's a high name quarterback, and I just don't see it. I think that's. Uh, I don't see it. I think that's fair. Actually, I have Derek Carr's stat line up here. Uh, do you want to guess what his passer rating was last year? Um. Uh, seventy-five. Oh my gosh, no! It was eighty-six. <laughs> Dang um, it! He had, yeah, twenty-four touchdowns, fourteen picks. He's talked about how he was so upset that they benched him, and I guess that's fair. He has been getting. He's been getting pummeled in Oakland and Vegas since yeah. twenty fourteen. That being said, though, I mean, just kind of not doing too well. Yeah, that and he had that one good year where he was actually like oh, a no, he, legit he good great for Yeah, them. right. Funny enough, he was, funny enough, he was actually named to the Pro Bowl this year. Interesting. He was one of those. No one shows up. Very, very, Derek's very available. deserving. Can come down very to Orlando deserving. for a little bit, but yeah, hate to see it. I, I'm actually with you on that one. Um, it's just they it, it feel like they're almost like the ghost of the old Saints that they're, also, they're trying to hold on. Short. Yeah. yeah, they're just trying to hold on, and the window's closed. Yeah, I think uh, their GM Mickey Lubis has done a great job because every year it's like they can't possibly sign player X. They're two hundred million over they the cap, but somehow get it done. Yeah, which that is that is impressive. I'll give them that. I'm excited to see a Saints team because they're going to be like really bad, and they're going to have no other team, but they're still going to have like the highest cap in the league. And then yeah, the next yep. year they're just going to have like two hundred million in yep. cap space to get everybody. So. But yeah, I mean, all that being said, they are in a. In a whatever, uh, an unsure division. So, yep. I don't yeah. know. Worst division, you'd say, certainly. Without a doubt. Yeah. I, I like that quite a bit. Uh, for my team, I think I'll do worse. I am, I'm going gutsy here. I'm picking the Buffalo Bills. Now, you, you look okay. at... Okay, okay. I'm just... Because last year, it, I mean, Josh Allen... Oh, gosh. I wish I brought up his stats here ahead of time. He, when we talk about the turnovers, it, it was almost... It became It, it was a, problem. a legitimate problem yeah. on the stretch. Now, yeah. to say he was, he was hurt, but... A lot of these interceptions, they weren't like, oh, he tried to throw it to this guy and he missed. It's just a crappy decision, yep, yep. basically. So he had 14 picks, that's second in the league. Behind, How about them fumbles? Didn't he have? I, I was going to get yep, to that, yep. funny enough. Yeah, that's second in the league behind Dak Prescott, who was a turnover machine in 12 yep. games. <laughs> How many fumbles did he have, Wade? Um, I think if I, oh, I, I think it was something crazy, like eight or something. It's way crazier. It's 13. No, it is not. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, actually, that's total fumbles. Not sure it's the one that. But still, but, but still, still, a fumble's a fumble. But a fumble's I mean, fumble. Where it winds up is more luck than. Because Daniel Jones, when he had the fumble problem before, that was like right around there too. Yeah. So and I think in, in this league where it's, you win seventy five percent of the games, you turn it over. Now a lot of times the Bills could be like, well, heck, we're the Bills. We we're high flying offense, and we have a good defense. We'll just overpower you. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. But you look at. I mean, I think the Stefan Diggs thing is a pretty big deal. I, People aren't talking about which, it. Well, they, they keep trying to underplay it. So right. It's like, oh, it's, we, we talked, we got it figured out, but we told them to go home, but we're all good to go, yeah. but we canceled the entire practice. <laughs> it's, 
I, you gotta pick a lane here, and then I think what's, Sean, he, what's he asking for? Because he got the money. It's not even money. I don't get what he I don't know wants what this is either. Because it's like it's almost he's got this James Harden complex of like, well, I gotta. I mean, these guys are good, not amazing, and I'm amazing. Therefore, I deserve to. Well, he's not go somewhere amazing. He's not getting any better quarterback. He's not getting to the Chiefs, and he's not getting to the Bengals. No, I I just I, I wish I wish uh, we could get some because I know that I like when players just shut up. And yeah. Don't because yeah. if you got a problem, that's totally cool. I mean, but just keep it quiet because it keep hurts it your entire team. Right. Just one of the times I kind of wish we could know what some some insights. What's going on? So, yeah. Let's have him on. Uh, yeah. I, what, do you have any guesses on what he's mad about? <laughs> I mean. If he were to get, it's got to just be Allen with the, with the pigs. But I mean, like, he's still a top. You you'd have to put him at least at the third quarterback. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because I'm not at the point where I'm. You you could argue. Well, I know you hate Jalen Hurts. I'm, I'm going Bur- I'm going Burrow better. I'm going Mahomes better. Yeah. And certainly. then and then I'm going Josh Allen. Yeah. Okay. That then I think later you have a debate, with with a bunch. All right. I'm willing to. Uh, put Jalen Hurts in there after the Super Bowl. Yeah, basically, I mean, Josh Allen, okay. despite his problems, a very good quarterback. Right. I, I right. think he doesn't like Sean McDermott is the thing, personally. That's fair. That's fair. But, Isn't he a big defense coach, Yeah, Sean? he is. And their defense is, hasn't been. Actually, I that's think a, they... That's another well, thing. I saw a stat. They weren't amazing last year, but I saw that outright over the last five years, they're the number one scoring offense and the number one scoring defense, yeah. and yet they're the only team to have that happen and not win, and not win. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, they also lost Von Miller last year, yeah, but, which will hurt. But that being said, it's not like Diggs was putting up massive numbers against the Bengals no. when he got destroyed. No. Everyone's to blame, so I think they should just not talk get better. about it. Instead, Let's it's going to be better. a drama-filled year. Yeah. I think that in a, a better uh, AFC East work, because I... I I'm going to give a prediction here. I think week one, the Jets are going to beat the Bills, and I think that that's going to really I like it. be a, a a big story. I think they'll, they'll start to get some chaos brewing of a couple snippets of Bills players are disappointed like in it. the game plan. And then I can see – I'm not saying they're going to be a complete train wreck and it's not even the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, but, I mean, nine, ten wins for Buffalo, I can see a pretty yeah. big drop-off. Yep. It. Well, I who's, who's outside of Diggs as a receiver either? Gabe Davis is, <laughs> yep. is yeah, solid. I, as, as a Gabe Davis fantasy it. owner, he was either the greatest thing ever or, or the single nothing. worst receiver on the planet. Yeah. Well, why don't you go ahead with your uh, your, your team you're, you think is going to bounce back this year? Um, I had a couple of them, but I think the one that stuck out the most is the Panthers. We're going to keep it in, in the same division. And I, I, think, I think it's just because Bryce Young, I think, is – going to be the guy for them. I'm a big Bryce Young guy. Like, day one, he's the guy. I think day one, he is the guy going to come out and just just keep going, just keep rolling. I don't think he takes any, like, slump or, or he starts out slow or anything. I just think he gets wheels turning right away. So give me a, a, a season stat line, just like touchdowns, picks. Um, hmm, That's a tricky one because the receiving court, the rec- admittedly, the receiving court isn't the best, but yep. they do have Adam Thielen. DJ Chark. Adam Thielen's your boy. And he? he is my boy. I love me some Adam Thielen. They, they, they got some players. But I think, I don't know, I just I just think he's just going to be a good quarterback. Definitely top half. He's right around right around 10, right around 10-ish for quarterback of, of the year, or for, like, ranking quarterback. That's the best quarterback. That's yep. pretty good. That's like uh, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. Tier, yep, yep. You know, maybe a little bit worse than that. But, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, j- j- just, just in a tier a tier. Right around there. Right around there. All right. Um, I, I I quite like that. Actually, I, I'm I'm kind of debating because I also think the Panthers look pretty good. I think they also. Have I like the defense. Brian Burns, yeah. J.C. Horn. The list ends. The list. <laughs> the list probably continues. Yeah. But what happens with uh, Jeremy Ching? Because I thought he was gonna be like a. a I thought star I, I, I thought he got injured last year. I could yeah. be wrong at that. Because okay. I, I like Jeremy Ching too. Let's see. Yeah. Well, he was always fun to play in Madden because he yeah. was fast. And is also a middle linebacker sometimes. But you talk about these hybrid players. It's almost like when have we seen a true hybrid player 11. work out? Because a lot of times you see it's, it's. I mean, oh, what, what's the Cardinals guy? Out? Isaiah Simmons. Right. It's like, oh, he yeah. Can, he could play linebacker and safety. It's like, okay, but can he do it good? Right. It's like, I don't know. It seems like a jack of all trades, master of none with these hybrid players. Right. But maybe one day we'll see. Uh, Someone sack the quarterback and then on the next play get a, a pick six Big or something. Pick at like, safety. Like BJ Raji. 
<laughs> the, the, the pioneer, player. the pioneer of the, the pioneer position. Player. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, I guess um, it's okay if I go ahead then. Go for it. Okay, I'm. I mean, it, I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble getting the words out, but maybe I'm more just excited to watch them. Same division. I'm really excited to follow the Falcons this yep. year. Yeah. Uh, now they're they don't. I'm a. I really am not sure about Desmond Ritter. He was kind of up and down in a couple starts. He wasn't that bad. I think he had like a 92 passer rating. Okay. But uh, anyways, I'm I'm a big fan of what Arthur Smith does with the run game. I think Kyle Pitts was kind of misutilized this year. But that being said, I just think that the they got a solid offensive line. You got Bijan Robinson. It was mm-hmm. Taylor Arthur. Oh no! I should have done this ahead of time. They have Bijan Robinson. They have uh, Cordero, oh, Tyler Algiers, Cordero Patterson, and Tyler Algiers. Yeah, yep. so I I just think that they could be one of those teams where they're not good. And I don't think that they're gonna win the Super Bowl or anything. But I can just see them being a fun team that almost like the I feel like they'll be almost discount twenty nineteen Ravens, where it's like yeah, fair enough. fast quarterback. We had a ton of great running backs. Let's restore the running back market. Just a fun to team value. Yep, I like it. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Desmond Ritter doesn't have to be the guy throwing for 300 yards a game if he can just hand off to one of the three backs every single play. There you go. And, I mean, think about that. Cordell Patterson kind of went, like, he missed some games, but he really. He's bad. It's a shame that the league realized how to use him when he was over four yeah. years old. I mean, he's still churning out yards. Yeah. I just remember when, uh, the, the, when he was on the Patriots and they played the Packers, and it was. The Patriots had a ton of running backs. Like, I guess they'll just throw Cordell Patterson there. <laughs> and he averaged like seven yeah, yards he, per attempt against us. Man. Well, I guess um, any final thoughts here before we, we call her a, a show? Wow. Nah, Our flu I think that's it. All right. Well, I, I would say it was great to have you here, but you did embarrass the show. You you just time. wait. You just wait. Okay. You're, <laughs> you guys we, just we wait. We will see. You're right. But for, for real, thanks for coming to Madison with me. Thanks and, for having uh, me. I guess... Uh, you know, I was, I was going to say stay tuned for our next one, but I don't know when that is with construction. So <laughs> just just keep refreshing over and over again, and eventually yes. something will pop up. And I guess with that, enjoy the rest of your day. This is After Further Review.